Happy Wednesday. It's us again. Hope everybody's having a good week. Getting through it, getting through it. I think that's the key, getting through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, everybody hit the like and subscribe and notification bells for the old YouTube. You know the drill. Those tuning in on the podcast, this is our live night shift show. Not a regular show. That drops yeah, on Monday. Come hang out. Come and hang out. It's 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on a Wednesday. That it is. And listen to us talk. And then talk with us. It's a good time. Yeah. It generally turns out pretty good. Yeah. How's everybody feeling tonight? What's going on in the uh the old chat right off the rip? Yeah, wizard sticks. Uh come to find out those are called wands. That's what I yeah. couldn't think of. Yeah. Me either. I like wizard sticks better though. It sounds way cooler. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like wand, really. Yeah. Wizard stick is way more descriptive and informational than a wand. Yeah, I feel like I feel like overall it gives a better visual. Like when you say wizard stick, you know exactly what somebody's talking about. You say wand and you're like, well, could I have a definition, please? Yeah. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, I, I generally am. Can confirm. <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, Paranormal Trucker Podcast, what is up? Hope all's going well. First, Elon Link user can move a mouse cursor. Well, Elon, I can move a mouse cursor without a link score one for humans for the zero score zero for the cyborgs cyborgs will end up whipping our ass though all right you are right but you know whatever we'll get there Wizard stick is more intimidating than a wand. I also agree with that. Yeah. Definitely I also agree. I'm trying to think of weird stuff that I stumbled upon this week. My week's been kind of I've chaos. Got a, I've got a couple. Good. I've got, I've got, I got a, a few in my back pocket. Yeah. Uh, I meant to look into the validity of it, I guess. I'm not 100% sure, but... Oh, they will tell us if we're wrong. That's true. That's true. A lot of people like to point out whenever I'm wrong and illiterate, so I appreciate all of you for that. Damn, Wade's uh, getting a Hummer. Let's go. He's, he's what? I'm what? Wade oh. might be getting a new truck. Hummer H2. Cool. We're going to need some airbrushed Macho Man Randy Savage decals on the side of that. Yeah. Uh if I could make a suggestion, I would I would much rather see you in the Arnold version Hummer from back in the day, or if you've seen The Rock, that one. Uh, that'd be pretty cool, and it'd be cool if you smoked a stogie like Arnold. 
Oh, it's it's we got listeners from Australia in here. It's already Thursday there. Time travel. Oh, that's solved in the chat. That's weird. Definitely weird. Solved in the chat. Uh, Twiz, pick it up for us. Yeah, drive it here. Yeah, buddy. You you, you have our you have our post box or PO box. Yeah, then it's there. Paranormal Trucker says a buddy of mine is going to LBL for ten days. He had no idea about the area. I hope you let him know because you probably ruined his trip. Or Twiz, you could ask if he wants to donate it. That's a far better option for us right now. Yeah. Maybe maybe we write him an IOU pending our financial status with the podcast in the future. So you might get your money, you might not. Uh, yes, Mary, there is a new backdrop. This is not a Mandela effect. <laughs> does look like about that. Trying to combat Elon Musk's uh, Neuralink with the background. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Found a pair of jeans in the back of the sofa, burned them, thought they were Duende. That is the greatest thing ever. The only that's good, I like that. That's the I only like action that. you can take, honestly. I, I dig it. I absolutely dig it. Absolutely yeah. dig it. So anyways, back to what I was saying earlier. Uh, supposedly, I believe the day is April 4th. An eclipse is coming, right? I think we've all heard about that. But what I heard, and I meant to look into, but I got a little carried away. I heard that a lot of schools are shutting down for that day for some reason. That's weird. Yeah. That's what they were talking about. Like it didn't make much sense because we've, we've had these before where they didn't cancel school. Yeah. The last one, like there's, there's schools all across the country that are apparently preparing to take that day off for some reason. So it's definitely weird. Do we get it off work? Probably not. Cool. Cool. Last one I remember being at work. Me and uh, my coworker were talking about it the other day. Yeah, I was at work too, and everybody kept going outside. And I'm like, "This is stupid. I'm staying inside." That's pretty much. I mean, I'm outside all the time, but it really wasn't that cool. Yeah, I was at. I was working at the warehouses. I said, unless the sun is going to crash into the earth, and then I don't have to be here anymore. Like, do not care. I did see that supposedly a piece of the sun broke off. Hmm. Been a lot of a lot of sun talk here lately. Somebody was saying that I can't remember the date. That's my bad. But another talking about uh, yeah, we definitely didn't have that. So there's hmm. another one. So okay, let's put That's this like to bed now. That's let's like put five. this to bed right here, right here for those listening to the show on the podcast. Our friend Colt says, "I still miss your old Ghostbusters opening music." I do like that song, but... Yeah. So, we still, almost five years into the game, have people remember multiple, multiple different intro songs. We've only had two. The one we have now, which we've had for, what, about a year and a half? Yeah. And then we had one, our OG one, which was the X-Files theme, but, like, dubstepped? 
which Fox said, hey, don't use that. And then we said, okay. So those were the only two we ever had. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Ghostbusters, not so much, but I do dig it. Oh, I uh, agree. Uns- Unsolved Mysteries, we've had that thrown out there. Not so much, no. but I do dig it. That is so weird. It is definitely says, weird. He says, my buddy remembers it too. <sighs> Still one of my favorite um, reviews. Five-star dubstep sucks. If we made that into a shirt. I think it was a one-star, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was one star. It was dubstep definitely a one-star. If we make that onto a shirt, I feel like that would be, I feel like that would move. Uh, Yes, Peyton, it did go through and uh, go on to all of the old episodes. Yes. Except for on YouTube. I think you can still hear the original on YouTube because that will take forever to go through and redo all of those. Yeah. And Fox. But we changed it for copyright issues. And that's why we did that because we didn't want to get dinged on copyright stuff and YouTube automatically like will not put ads on those episodes. So that's why it wasn't a massive rush. JJ, I remember three different intro songs. What timeline are we in? Why do we keep skipping around there? I don't, I don't know if they remember it or not, but there was the one which could be a possible explanation. Cause we had the two songs and then there was the one time we did a spoof intro and then went to the original song. Remember that? Yeah, we did. I, we did have like a, the, I acted like a radio DJ. Yeah, the Happy Kyle intro, but that was just yeah. a funny haha. And then we put yeah. the actual intro right behind. Right it. after it. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. The the dumb the, intro. The, the enthusiastic Kyle intro. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It yeah. made me laugh. You you went all in. It was. I mean, I did a pretty solid job. I could be. Yeah. I could definitely be a radio DJ. You do. If this doesn't work out for us, you're already in. Yeah. You could. You could guest host for Art Bell. I, okay. Well, yeah, I would do that. I, I thought you were going to say like, but a different type of radio show, and I was going to say I don't think the world's ready for that. No. Uh... YouTube had a fit over a news article I screen shared. Yeah, YouTube's a fickle beast. Yeah, agreed. It doesn't like when you say words. This is true. <laughs> I also saw uh pretty wild actually. <laughs> if it's true, I don't have the ability to make cool frequencies. But I saw somebody captured, they use frequency on water, right? And you know how it'll like manipulate the water when you do that? Well, they call it an image. And I shit you not, it like when you lay it side by side to the like main Mayan um, symbolism, it's that's the circle with like the, the face in the middle of it. They're they're eerily similar because when they when they manipulated the water, there was a clear like head in the middle of this circle image. It was bizarre. 
That's weird. But I it was it was bizarre. I feel like uh, ancient cultures, especially the Mayan, have and the Aztec have been in tune with stuff that we do not give them credit for. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Not whatsoever. Has anybody else listening had weird fucking shit happening to them lately? It's been kind of on an uptick. Yeah. I've had some weird shit happen. Out of place stuff. Oh, shit. I did. What? The Nintendo thing? Or you had something weird? Something weird. What was it? You didn't tell me about it. No, I didn't think about it. I didn't. I did not connect it. On, I did not connect it with all this fey horseshit we've been dealing with until yeah. just now. Until just now. Well, I'm glad that you had an epiphany. What the fuck? I gave me goosebumps. Okay. Okay. So, I came into the podcast room yesterday. Yesterday. And there was, on our table, right, on the recording table, Mm -hmm. there was a remote for a Sony television. I thought, that's That's weird. weird. Because sometimes they bring Maddox's television in here, which is not a Sony. It's a Roku fucking smart TV. And I bring his controller in here and I'll play Xbox in here, right? Yeah, that's a smart that move. That is sitting right on the table. So I asked Sarah, I'm like, did you find, did you put this remote in here? What is this remote to? No, she's like, I haven't been in there. It's been locked. Hmm. Weird. It is the remote to my flat screen TV that I got rid of like six years ago. That's weird. Where did it come from? I've never noticed a remote in that room ever. Same. And it was a right. It was like someone opened the door and just set it on the table. That's weird. Right there out in the open. That's weird. Like, and it did. I didn't even which, connect which it. Which is weird because it kind of like fits with the oddities that I've had. I didn't even connect it to all this weird ultra terrestrial fey horseshit that we've been diving down. That is so weird. It's right over there on the bookshelf because I'm like, I went, I, it was, it, it had mind fucked me so much that I even went in and checked Everett's TV. I'm like, does Everett have a Sony TV? Did I just grab the wrong remote? No, he doesn't. There are no Sony televisions in my house right now. But there's a Sony remote that I'm assuming was from my old ass flat screen from years ago that I'm pretty sure I threw away. The remote. I even opened it up to see if there's batteries in it. Nope. Covered in dust. Don't know where the fuck it came from. Weird. That's either weird fae bullshit or bizarre time slip. Fake can control the time. That's true. That's true. That is true. That's so weird. 
because I, I saw it. And I'm like, this is weird. This is out of place. Rack my brain. I didn't move it. Sarah didn't move it. Well, there's nobody else. Nobody else in the house. But it didn't connect. That we have been. Like diving down that rabbit hole. Well, like I said, as long as they're cool, then we're straight. We did kind of invite them to to prove it in the episode. <sighs> what? Kind of. Was that episode after I told you about my weird stuff or before? What weird? I don't know that I know the weird stuff you're going to talk about. Yeah, you do. I didn't say I was going to talk about. It. Remember, like the, oh. the Casey's Enigma. Oh yeah, uh, the um, no, the episode was, was after. The episode. Okay, was after. gotcha, gotcha. I couldn't remember. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's weird, <sighs> bro. I don't know. It might be bugged. Yeah. It's Hear bugged. me out. Hear me out. CIA, three letters. FBI, three letters. FAE, three letters. Okay, now it makes sense. I was going to say you're stretching, like you're reaching on that one. No, that's that's a home run. Once I collected all the information you were you were putting out there, it definitely makes sense. That is a home run. We hear you. We know who you're working for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we have undercover CIA Fey elements infiltrating all this guy. Could be future me. We have proof that I am a time traveler. We have photographic That's evidence true. that That's I true. am a time traveler. I didn't even connect it that it could. I didn't put it together with the episodes that we were working on. And then that shows up out of nowhere. And the weird thing is, is like, I we have changed this room around so much since since before that or since after that television went away. There's no way that that was in here. Period. No. Second off, did it just fall from somewhere onto the table? I don't know, but like I said, I've never seen a remote in the room, period. What does face spyware look like? Little Probably beans and stuff. Vines and rocks. Yeah, sunflower seeds. Yeah. Mm. Dude, that would be fucking weird. And cool as hell at the same time. I'm here the for it. The fact that they're able to manipulate sunflower seeds and vines and weeds to be remote spyware. I don't think that I would be mad. That is... I didn't even connect the two until... I'm like, yeah, they're funny. You said stuff moving around. I'm like, shit, the remote. It isn't supposed to be here. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Interesting. I have been noticing. I saw someone bring it up in the chat. I have been noticing. Please do that, Steve. That's what you have to do in the game room or the, the podcast room. You have oh, to put out powdered sugar. Powdered sugar it. And if there's footprints, it's gonna I'm gonna be excited. Where where am I gonna if I 
Just sprinkle some on, put, no, just sprinkle some on the, the table. Easy to clean off. Just set the Roomba up there. Mm. See? What if they live inside the Roomba? That's a good observation. I didn't see mm. that one coming. Then yeah, I would assume it? I would assume they would like to um clean that up for you because powdered sugar is probably like their they probably put it on their buckwheat pancakes. Sugar sugar. Hmm. So I don't know if I, can say I, real, I don't know if I can say the real word. So no, I was thinking it. That's why I didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say booger sugar because technically super hyped with sugar. exactly what it would be. Is it future me going back in time to create content for present us? Yeah, see, JJ just said they get super hyped up with sugar, which is exactly the same outcome as our booger sugar. I don't want them bringing things from my past and just keep dumping them in the podcast room. Why? That'd be kind of cool. No, things get thrown away for a reason. Well, then you just throw it away again, but it would be cool. It'd be cool if they just brought me money. Throwing it out there. Yeah, but you then it's just going to turn to rotten leaves. Hello. Did I just make a pact with the Fae saying if they brought me money, I would give them sugar? I think, Whoops. I think so. Oh, no. And I you, hope that doesn't happen. And you also allowed them to live inside the Roomba, which would explain why it runs into the podcast door all the time. Yeah, I mean, and it's already here because they left the remote. I hate when I accidentally make packs with a fae. It happens. Story of my life. I mean, as long as they're not mean, then it's cool. I mean, it was pretty weird. Kind of caught me off guard. Are you seeing a gnome peek into your room now? You're, you're side peeking a lot. No, I'm looking at the damn remote I set over there on the... Because I picked it up off of the table. I said, Sarah, did you bring this in here? Where'd you get this? She's like, no, I ain't even been in there. And I just set it on the bookshelf. So I'm just like waiting for it to move or something. I don't know. I just feel like I need to look at it to keep eyes on it because it mysteriously appeared. I have a real gnome. You have a picture. I have a real one. Not like living and breathing, but it's a pretty solid representation of. Yeah. If I knew exactly where it was, I would have sat in beside me. For tonight's oh, apparently, episode. Apparently little Gregory has narcolepsy. Well, that sucks. Sleep well, my friend. Sleep well, young one. <laughs> I can get with it. Yeah. What a weird thing to bring back, a remote. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's inconspicuous. Yeah. Mark, I would <laughs> I would highly question your own reality i think the fabric of reality is unraveling as we as we speak damn it what if the what if the remote is the duende 
You son of a bitches. Well, at that point, then they're just hanging out. Yeah, as long as they stay remote, it's fine. Well, even, I mean, I don't know. I saw people talking about uh, repeating numbers and stuff they've been coming across, and I've had that. I've been getting 888 a lot. I don't know what that means. But I got it at the gas station again today for the second time this week. On my that routine. is weird. Yeah, I've had a couple couple slips in the matrix, and then I've been having some pretty bizarre dreams mm. involving uh, past Let's people. Go. That's what I'm talking about. JJ, I hate to break it to you, but this year's gonna suck. I'm calling it. It's not gonna be a good year. I just feel it. I got my good luck receipt. So technically, I am gonna win the lottery. That to me, that's like I mean, I hope you do. I'm not trying to take away from that. I hope you do win the lottery. Yeah. But that's that's like I will. Um I'm manifesting it right now. A fortune cookie. If you think it's going to be a bad year. Do better. If you think it's going to be a bad year, is that a misfortune cookie? Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say, I'm I'm at a bad year and you're at a good year. Well, therefore, it canceled itself out. So it's just going to be a whatever year. A regular year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably how that works. I mean it's really it's part of the course I hope it is the best year I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here I hope it is the best year I just uh, I don't it's a rough start I'll put it that way it's a rough start yeah can't argue that yeah it's a rough start we've had a lot of misfortune in the beginning of the year uh, and we're not the only ones. I know a lot of you guys out there are having hard times. So just be like us and just be too stupid to care. Got to push forward. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Um, Carefully choose your words stuff. Because I'll get banned. Yeah, we'll definitely get canceled. We learned that. What does, what's everybody think about these uh, celebrity doomsday bunkers? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It is weird that they've taken such an interest all of a sudden. Yeah, uh, it's been firing off on TikTok and uh, Twitter this year, or this year, wow, today, this week, um, multiple, multiple celebrities have been talking about breaking ground on them, building them this, that, and the other. Somebody just did like a walk through kind of like a blueprint plan of the one Zuckerberg built, which is over a quarter of a billion billion with a B quarter of a billion dollars. Right. This thing has that's insane, but the dude has the money. So, yeah, 
apparently, allegedly, this thing has it's either a, it's either a CAT scan or MRI rooms. Oh, he's prepping for the long haul then, which is weird. It has decontamination chambers. Not a good sign. It has an incendiary moat. Elaborate, please. Which are you means, talking like? Are you talking like spacecraft I'm, from like the movie Alien? That if the aliens break free, you hit a button and it nukes the entire facility, so nothing gets out. Kind of, but it's a, it's at like you have your ground level, mm-hmm. and then the next level is an incendiary mode, where if something gets into that, they just roast it. Oh, that's even scarier. I would much rather have like a like a complete self-destruct system. However, when you when you I I, I didn't I didn't process the moat version like word stuff out. Yeah, that's gross. It is Resident Evil. Yeah. 100%. Which my brain goes one of two ways. It's either to keep normie humans out if shit goes bad, which is probably there for a percentage of that, or if something turns normie humans into not so not much. Cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What would that be, though? I don't know. I shared that thing on the Discord. I can't talk about medical stuff because I probably just pinged it right now. Disinformation. Uh, a certain, a certain weird like prion. That's terrible. A certain weird prion disease that affects uh, four-legged antlered animals. I saw an article that I shared in the Discord that says that certain disease is only a matter of time before it bounces to a certain mammal species. So I could see how turtles could get out of hand. Could get out of hand. Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Zombie turtles would be okay. They're not that fast. Some of them yeah. are fast. <clears throat> they're sneaky though. I give them that. They're sneaky. But yeah, it's uh it's weird. A lot of I saw like the one with the next most expensive bunker that's broke ground is Rick Ross. Roughly so, how many? Roughly. Oh, thanks, brother. Appreciate you. So the boss. Um, How many celebrities have started doing this? Do you know? Um, I read there was a list, but I can't find it now. But there are quite a few. Uh, and did Zuck, this just recently start? Uh this year or the previous year, or the past two years, like what, what's the time frame on that? You, I think you it's fairly you know. recently. I think Zuck's yeah. got his built, but when you have infinite funds that know no bounds, it probably wouldn't take that long. Oh <laughs> but yeah, I heard, you, you could double time it. Uh, Zuckerberg, Rick Ross, Taylor Swift. Oh, that's um, weird. 
Virgil says there's a there's been a big stock sell off here lately too. Mm. Oh dang, coming in hot. Much love. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. It is always it is always weird whenever you see these big cards, like these big people playing these cards, you know, like getting rid of things, assets and and stuff. Like the like the um the CEO flop a couple years ago where all them CEOs Step down from companies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rick Ross made a post on one of his socials that he hired like the actual engineers from Caterpillar to come in and break ground on his bunker. That's wild. Um, there was a list if I can find it. Yeah, billionaires prepping luxury doomsday bunkers with fire moats and decontamination rooms. That's so bizarre. It's like, because it, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have one, because let's be honest, it would be cool to have one. But it's really crazy that someone like Rick Ross and Zuck would build one. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Okay. Um, Even crazier if Virgil's right and he's building it in Hawaii. Here, Here is a... Um, Mark Zuckerberg Zerger, ugh, Mark Zuckerberg reportedly tops the list with a $270 million Hawaiian bunker. Rick Ross is said to rival Elon Musk with his own subterranean sanctuary. Uh, Taylor Swift joins the fray. Her bunker plans veiled in secrecy. <clears throat> then it talks about other. Oh, so Taylor Swift is like legitimately building one. Yeah. I thought you were just joking earlier when we were talking about no. it. <laughs> no. Uh, Post Malone, Kim Kardashian, and Tom Cruise all uh, reported to have cutting-edge bunkers. Uh, Jeff Bezos is said to uh, have... He's got his own island, so... That's basically... could Is probably a bunker. Oh, yeah. It is wild to me. Absolutely wild. Yeah. That all of a sudden all these people are bit like into I don't I just I don't know. You do you think do you think it's a fad? Is it a cool thing to do? Or you think there's like substance behind it? I don't know, man. At this point, I'm not entirely sure what Information celebrities are privy to that we're not. I'm sure a lot. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's too true too. I think, I think a lot, you know, because uh, in modern day society, those people are considered important because they have, they 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 generate money. So 
not only do they view themselves as important, but there are other people affiliated that view them important because they help generate wealth for them as well. Oh, so yeah. on and so forth. So uh, think about it like in an investment, you know, yeah, they, they are, unfortunately, it pains me to say this, but they are needle movers in society. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are, they are influencers. Yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere that like just having Taylor Swift at or affiliated with the Kansas city chiefs, right. Being at the games and shit upped their, uh, revenue by almost a half a billion dollars. Oh yeah. I believe it. Taylor making it, making it cool to do Taylor. Listen, weirdo wear a hollow sky shirt around. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You don't even have to listen to this show. Just throw one on. I I wouldn't be mad. We got a pink one. We got all kinds of cool ones. We'll send you one. Throw it on. Wear it to a Chiefs game. Just saying. It would be helpful. (laughs) We wouldn't even need a fraction of those numbers. I don't. (laughs) Helpful is subjective. (laughs) (laughs) And Taylor is really good. Oh, we went full circle. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, but it does make you wonder what what they're hearing through their uh Hey Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have... Crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Means of communication. You know what I mean? And what's even crazier is the fact that none of it breaks out. Oh, yeah. I don't think they want it to. There's probably some kind of weird NDA that they're not allowed to speak on it outside. Or it's true and they're all just part of the Illuminati. Well, they are. Well, see, then that just makes sense because then now they're it's your it's your club telling you. 
I mean, look at all the ritualistic abuse that goes on in Hollywood, and that shit is shush, shush, shush. Yeah, that's true. I remember when I got yelled at once for asking if Freemasons were a club. Yeah. They invited me to join one time. Hmm. And I was just that trying was, to get a feel. I was just trying to get a feel for it. That yeah, was I was trying to get a feel for it. I was like, what? Like, what is it? Like, you know? What do you think? Mike and he explained it to me and I was like, so it's like a it's like a club. Holy fuck did he get mad. <laughs> and then basically instantly my invitation was revoked. Oh, whoopsie. I was like, well, that's my I'm like, I'm not, I was like, I don't mean it in a derogatory way. I just like like the way you're explaining it just sounds like a club. Whoopsie. Didn't like that very much. Yeah, I mean, joke's on him. Yeah, he could have had a pretty solid dude in his organization, but he he fucked up. Freemasons may have a club, but we have a cult. Touche. Touche. And ours is cooler because we don't... We're not we lame. Yeah, we don't build stuff with rocks. Yeah. So... Deal with it. Whatever. Freemasons. Yeah, we do what we want. Could have thought up a cooler name. It's true. It's definitely true. <laughs> we just made another list, didn't we? More than likely, but that's okay. Yeah. Nobody takes this very serious, so we have that. No, goal. luckily, neither do we. Uh, I saw another giant green laser that apparently was in Mexico before some fire started. Why? Well, I guess. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say, why can't we see that? But if it, if a fire is started shortly after, then I retract that statement. <laughs> I'm not trying to have everything around your kitchen on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna find a Masonic symbol etched into the remote next time. I mean, then you, then you know for sure it's the Duende and they're just trolling you. Yeah. They're probably the ones who built stuff for the Freemason, anyways. The Fae. Probably. Ultra. Tro- I don't even know. I don't even know if the Fae are the Fae. Does that make sense? Because it doesn't after I said it. <laughs> doesn't after I said it. <laughs> That's okay though. That's we it's okay. Because you know, every every genius has not genius moments. Every not genius has a genius moment. That's true. That's a valid point. I've seen it, I've witnessed it. The science. Yeah, Colleen, we did change the background. That's to combat Elon Musk's Neuralink. I can't prove yeah, that because we're we're creating our own hive mind. Yeah. Yeah, Andre gets it. Like being smart for a dumb guy. Yeah. Hundred percent. See. Yeah. Why is everybody? Everybody always worrying about our safety. Don't mess with the Masons. Don't mess with the Fay folk. We are live. We're glad that we can help 
spice up your commute. Yeah, commutes are not cool. <laughs> the viewers went up when we talked about the Freemasons and went back down when they moved on. Yeah, because they were listening to us. Then I call them nerds. And then they said, damn. <laughs> Paint the remote blue. Mm-hmm. Good idea. I'm too worried to touch it now. What if it's legitimately a Duende? I say turn it into a chain. What if I pick it up and it turns into a gnome in my hands? Kyle looks perplexed. I thought I heard a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> what? It's fucking nine o'clock at night. It sounds like somebody's <laughs> running a chainsaw outside. Ah. Uh, I'm not yeah, I'm but... not exaggerating at all. I just heard I'm like, what the hell is that noise? I think it's I mean, something on like one of them little scooters or something. Which is still ridiculous for nine o'clock at night, but whatever, man. It's probably a Bigfoot. I hope have, so. I hope he's riding like a little moped. We have reports of them making weird electronic noises or machinery noises. That's true. If that if that's the noise that Bigfoot mimics, I'm gonna I'm just gonna yell at him. You're stupid. We've we've seen multiple reports scary. of Bigfoots mimicking weed eater noises. That's true. You're not. You, it would okay. I mean, it would it would have been an aggressive weed eater. I can tell you that much. I, but if it's I was possible. Out in the woods, in the middle of the night, and I start hearing a weed eater, I don't think it's having the effect that Bigfoot thinks it's having. Like, oh it's no, still, there's humans. Yeah. Let's make human noises, and it starts making know. a weed eater noise. I don't know. I think there's still a, a level of being scared at that point because if we're talking way out in the woods and some psychopath is going to try to attempt intimidate you with a weed eater that's kind of worrisome because that means they're far off their rocker at that point what if three o'clock in the morning and somebody's walking around your tent with a weed eater hear me out the bigfoot the okay the weed eater that the bigfoot is holding is a duende that makes sense. They are working together. So. You may have a chainsaw guy outside of your house. It's whatever. Thanks, broski. <laughs> Sasquatch. That, yeah. Can you imagine a 12-footer with a leather face mask on? No. That's a different kind of cryptid. That's the one where I'm out. It's a different kind of but cryptid. But I definitely am not going to be fast enough. Oh. Um, Birdie's right. They do take pride in their lawn care. I'm with it. Sasquatch is the worst cryptid. I don't know where we're going with that, but here we are. It was random. That is weird because you pulled your headset off like something bad was going down. No, this Which, is I mean, crazy. I get it if somebody was trying to break into my house with a chainsaw. Oh, well, also, I mean, I, oh. 
If they were breaking into my house, it'd be a whole lot different situation. Speaking of breaking into my house, somebody broke into your weird. house. Well, I mean, somebody put a remote from ten years ago back in my house. Well, you need to highly evaluate your neighbors as well. They are squatters. So, and they look like they have a lot of trash bags around their place. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, it is condemned. Throw so. that out there. <laughs> They might have a remote laying around from 10 years ago. Yeah, but, okay, hear me out. Ever since Sarah saw the uh, silhouette of the yeah. person in the backyard, yep. it I set off that. all the motion sensor lights. Yep, yep. I put a bigger motion sensor light in the backyard. Smart move. Yeah, one's got a pretty wide range. So two times this week. You need a right. flamethrower remote like Eli, or like a Zuck. I'm trying. I'm Throwing trying. that out there. I will just dig a mud around your house and fill it full of fuel. Yeah. Yeah. And propane tanks. Mm-hmm. But two times this week, I get up at four o'clock, right? Thanks, man. Much love. You're getting a donkey tattoo on your head? That's, that's interesting. The chat has spoken. And they're already funding it. This GoFundMe has started for your donkey head dad. I mean, that's fine. It's as much money as you want. Doesn't mean I'm getting a donkey. <laughs> but anyway, I get up at four o'clock for work, right? My ritual is yeah. wake up, go take a piss. So my house is absolutely dark when I wake up, walk out of the bedroom, into the bathroom. Two times last week, as I come out of the bathroom, boom, the motion sensor light kicks on before I turn on a light, before I do anything. Why don't you get a camera? Because I don't want to know what's out there. They're really not that expensive. All right, let me circle back. Because I don't want to know what's out there. Um, It's our job. Yeah, you're right. Look into weird stuff. So today when I wake up, instead of going to take a piss, I'll shimmy out the bedroom window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Army crawl to mm-hmm. the backyard. Mm-hmm. I like this plan. Front flip over the fence. Yep. Without activating the motion sensor light. Easily done. And then stake out. I'll set my alarm seven minutes early. So I'll get there before they move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's solid. a pretty, pretty solid plan. I, I don't see any flaws in it at all. Mm-hmm. Oh. Literally not one. Yeah, I think I think that's the only way we're going to solve it. I Honestly. would also agree. Or a camera. I'm just throwing that out there, but hey, that's me. Camera. That'd save me seven minutes in sleep. This is true, and it is much needed. When's the last time I shimmied? Hmm. It's been a while. Been a while. Define shimmy. I'm thinking like army crawl. Through the window. Oh, shimmy through the window. Uh, yeah, that's ooh. where you said it. I probably shimmied in some confined spaces at work. Which that's I mean, not, I'm a big, that's not I'm a, a fun feeling. Big guy, so like a lot of the spaces are confined. I'm not trying no. to go into places I can't get out of. Stretch first. Yeah, you don't want to get a cramp. Yeah, they're definitely on like a moped or something because it's going by again. (laughs) 
It's just the Sasquatch running down your block. I hope so. Look out the window, Kyle. I feel like it's one of them cheap ones that like doesn't even have a headlight. Yeah, that's probably correct. Because it's excessively loud. If I can hear it with my headphones on. <laughs> or maybe it's like a little dirt bike or something. I don't know. That's awesome. Oh, we got a person from Japan in here too. What day is it in Japan? It's got to be at least December. Yes. <laughs> it does. It is way on the other side of the planet. Aussie guy living in Japan, seen a few orbs, weird creatures in Oz, hoping to see some yokai in Japan, have a little piece of a pyramid I took from inside the pyramid of Kofri. My guy. It's <laughs> a smart move good. for sure. Is that it's Thursday. I was close. We need to start we need to have a connection with people in Japan and Australia, like on the daily. That way we make sure the world doesn't end because they're a day ahead of us. So we always Ooh. know we're gonna have an extra day. That's a solid that's a solid point. That's a solid point. Hell yeah. I like that. People aren't liking the uh pyramid. Uh Souvenir. Put it back. <laughs> Why? Can is it legal? I know Bro, you're not supposed to like. I know you're not supposed to like take volcano stuff from Hawaii, right? Is that why? I don't know. I don't make. I don't make the laws. I'm not a law scientist. Yeah, well, not supposed to collect arrowheads either. Weird. I also said I'm not a law abider. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah, you're not supposed to drive over the speed limit. But I also do that. Uh the way that's I a see joke. It is, that's a joke, rock. YouTube. A that rock. was for context purposes only. Not supposed to take land from places. Like the soil. It says right on the sign when you get to Hawaii, don't take stuff. Huh, YouTube violation. That's weird. Yeah, I thought so because That's people so will take people will like take pieces of volcano, right? Volcanic rock. And yeah. apparently they're all cursed because what? yeah, look it up. I guess like whoever's in charge of that shit gets like Good hundreds. Research. And hundreds of these rocks mailed back because people are getting back to the mainland and like, my whole life's fucked up. And I'm pretty sure it's because I took this rock. So you can have it back. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just view it as a rock. If somebody wanted to take a rock from my driveway, I would be like, whatever, have at it. It's a rock. Like the Glassstone in California. That's why the Obsidian Mountain has gone in Yellowstone. Yeah, because humans are shitty. I'm also not an excessive person. 
either. Like, I don't need to like go to a place and be like, whoa, look at this giant rock. I'm taking it home. They wouldn't let you on the plane. Yes, they would because they wouldn't have a choice. I have a giant rock at that point. A rocket? No, a rock at that point. Oh. I was like, I can see, I can see you having some pull if you had a giant rocket. Naturally. However, having a giant rock is just as dangerous. Because what if I dropped it on your toe? How do you think Dwayne the Rock Johnson got his name? True. He definitely took a rock. Would you rather drop a giant rock on your toe or drop the rock on your toe? No twiz, you can't you can't argue rock. Rock is rock. Sorry. What if the rock has intent behind it? What def- defined it for me? Like everyone thinks this like there's thousands and thousands of people that think this rock has power. So I could think that my driveway rock has power. Weird. And I could convince everyone that it does. And then look, now my rock has power. Sound logic. But does it though? It does. Now that you it's have- in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> now that you have a lot of people with intent behind it, does it have power? Now I have a sick driveway. What about pet rocks? Ooh, good question. Good question. Virgil out here throwing left hooks. That is a lefty. I like it, though. I'm saying, yeah, it's got energy. It's it's good. Some rocks have consciousness, and some are radioactive. Both factual evidence. I hope that a rock tries to talk to me. The rock? Yeah, I would accept that, too. But I was just more like a rock, and then it uses telepathy ah. to communicate with me. Telecoleptic. telecoleptic I live an hour away from Stonehenge. I've never been there. Would love it if you'd done a show on Stonehenge or even the whole Wiltshire include Avebury, which is another stone circle. I keep thinking about doing one on Stonehenge and all of the history and lore behind it, but I haven't put it together yet. So it may come to fruition. What the hell is a 102 number rock? I guess just like one you would get for your driveway. I don't, I do not know what's happening. He said, rocks suck. I had a 102 number rock land on me. It fucking hurts. Uh, Now we're at Rock Lobster. Have you guys covered the Skinwalker Ranch? We have, how many parts did you do on Skinwalker Ranch? Four, six? No, 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 no. Stardust. You're thinking Stardust. Stardust. Easily confused. Understandable. Did you do one? Did we do one on Skinwalker Ranch? I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't think oh, I so. thought we did. I Maybe don't know. Let I me know. let me search. We've done a lot of episodes. We're pushing what? 250. 250 regular that, episodes. That's regular episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let me take a gander at the backlog. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, James, I hope you liked it. I loved the book. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a Skinwalker Ranch, part one and part two. Oh, if anyone's interested, it is September 2019. That's an old episode. That's an old school episode. Episode 23 is part one of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, that's why, that's why I don't remember it, because it's forever ago. Yeah, that's pre... That was the old timeline. Yeah. Pre-virus timeline. Yeah. Yeah, episode 23. 102-pound rock that fell on me. That's not fun. No. Not fun at all. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. This is also true. Also true. 2019 <laughs> does feel like it was 63 years ago. You are 100% correct, AJ. Facts. I don't... I was thinking about that the other day. What was it? I was like, 2017 is almost 10 years ago. Which is awful. Kyle Grandstaff. Yes, we still read emails. That would be what our Thursday episodes are now. Yes. They are listener experiences and stuff. All right. So I noticed a couple a couple people trying to call. I'm gonna open the lines. See where see what happens, where we go from there. Uh so if you have questions, comments, concerns. Uh oh, phone's ringing. Thoughts. Here we go. Cool. Other cool. stuff. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hello. Hello, guys. What's up? Hello. Hey. Uh, this is Isaac, uh, a.k.a. Uh, the War Shaman. Awesome. Awesome. I know before our imminent, uh, imminent interview, that's going to be whenever. I'm not in a hurry. But I thought I'd tell you guys a few stories from the haunted ranch I grew up on that essentially became the catalyst for my current life now. Let's go. I'm definitely here for it. So the ranch I grew up on is in Blanco, Texas. Um, small town, population of 1,500 when I left it. Um, it's maybe 10 acres. I'm not 100% sure, but it's like two football fields. I had guess size. Um, and there's three points to it. Uh, each point is where one point where I live with my family, my parents, my brothers and sisters, another point, my grandparents and far almost triangle point where my uncle lived with his family as well. And us three families basically lived on the ranch, but this ranch is a piece of land that I've been trying to figure out for the last couple of years of why it's so haunted because the things I've experienced there and the stories I've told from it's, I've been told that it can almost rival, speaking of which, Skinwalker Ranch. Um, and because I have seen spirits, not only I have seen ghosts up there, family members have, my friends who have come to the ranch have seen it. I was with a friend and we saw alien lights in the sky. I believe a possible Bigfoot um, on there as well, uh, which I can tell that story right now. Um, 
I believe I was 10 or 11. I know it was summertime. Um, we had the windows open on our trailer because we didn't have central heating or cooling. And we behind our point of where our trailer is, just fencing woods. And Texas woods, or sorry, central Texas woods, is, trees aren't hella tall, but they're not short either. And it's not much of forest, this is more just woods. Um, we kept hearing, or at least all of us in the house, heard this screaming of like a wounded animal way off in the distance. And it's, it was like, <laughs> and it kept getting closer and then closer and then closer. And in about an hour time from originally here the first time, very far away to about an hour later, it was so loud. It sounded like it was right outside in the backyard. But at that point in time, it was dust, the sun was setting, so you couldn't get a clear view. It was back there, but it was so loud. I remember seeing the glass vibrates on the windows. And my mom was yelling at my dad, go out there and deal with whatever it is. I don't want to get in near the house and hurting the kids. So my dad goes out, and like every Texan, he has an uh, arsenal of guns, um, goes out and grabs a revolver, I believe. And me, the oldest, and of course the bravest, opened the back door to see what was going down. I didn't see anything. All I heard and seeing the flash of the light was my dad unloading all six shots in the direction of where this thing was screaming from. And like, bah, 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 bah. And I didn't hear a body drop or I didn't hear anything else. I just heard silence and then whatever it is started running. And it was like a boom, clap, boom, clap, boom, clap, boom, clap. Like it had really long feet. Like you would hear the heel hit and the, the ball of the feet slap as it's running away. Like boom, clap, boom, clap, boom, clap, boom, clap. And it basically just left and it was quiet. Of course, me and my brothers went out the next day uh, to go see if there was any blood or fur or something, you know, something that basically tells something was there. We didn't find anything other than like some of the bullet holes in the trees. So my dad at least hit something. But um, I remember talking to it with uh, another podcast, strictly all they talk about is Bigfoot. And he was like, dude, that was a Bigfoot. How you describe the feet running off, that was, that was a Bigfoot. And I was like, ah, I've never heard of such tales in Texas. But I mean, there's been Bigfoot sightings everywhere across the United States, so I wouldn't say it's so far-fetched. But um, one of the paranormal things that happened that was so intense that it literally scared my friends to a point where they never came back to the ranch ever again was a Saturday night. I was over at a friend's house, and he lived in town. And where my ranch was about 15 minutes out of town, 15 minutes through nothing, just highway, twist turns, fenced off land and nothing essentially no street lamps nothing that's dark and he asked me do you want to spend a night over and i was like yeah but i would have to go back to my house to get my stuff he's like no, no problem i'll take you over there so me my friend steven my friend matt all get in his car and uh, i'm sitting in the back and matt is riding shotguns of course steven's driving and this is important and as we drive to my ranch, we're just talking about nothing. And as we pull up to my house, um, it's dark. There's a porch light on. And you know, every house in the country, of course, we have our porch light so we can see when we step out. But I guess my mom forgot to leave it on. Nevertheless. So we get out, me and Steven, and we're walking to the house. I know Matt's staying behind. And I said, you're going to stay? He's like, yeah, I'm cool. I'll find you. Just wait for you guys right here. I'm like, are you sure? 
Now I've told them all the stories about my ranch and stuff like that, and enough stories that scare them up to a point where they're, you know, they always like me to tell them. But he was like, "Yeah, it's fine. What I'm saying, I'll, I'll be fine." I was like, "All right." So, me and Stephen go inside. I think I talked to my mom. Say, "Hey, can I stay over here? Yeah, this is cool." And then I think I talked to my brother for maybe two minutes as I'm getting my stuff. And as we're leaving, I remember, "Oh, the porch light is on. Let me flick it on so I'm not walking out in the darkness." So I flick it on. We make our way down. We get to the car, and Matt is now in the back seat. He was riding shotgun. Now he's in the back seat freaked out beyond anything I've ever seen before, terrified. And I go, what's going on? What's going on? And he yells at us, get in the car. Like, what are you talking about? Get in the car now. He's like yelling and screaming at us. Like, oh, crap, all right. So we throw, I throw my stuff in the back. We get in, and as we're driving away, he's telling us while we're inside, the second we went and closed the door, he heard, as he describes, a hoof stomp next to the car. And I was like, that's nothing new. My, my grandfather has cows. He's like, no, dude, I looked around. There was no cows and nothing around us. And then he heard the same hoof stomp off in the distance, then next to the car, then off in the distance, then next to the car. And this repeated back and forth, back and forth. He said for maybe 30 seconds to a point where he jumped in the back seat because he wanted to get a full view of everything that's going around. He didn't want any having it to his back. And he started getting freaked out. He started actually hunched down because he didn't want anything to see him and down into the fetal position because he didn't want to see anything either. And it stopped for a second, the back, forth, back, forth. And then you heard a tink, like something was scratching the side of the car. And he said he was about to start slamming the horn of the car when I flipped on the porch light. And we basically were, and he said that's, that's when we came out. But was also the stranger part of the whole situation is that while we're driving away, mind, mind you, all windy roads and backcountry area, nothing out there but nighttime and deer. And if you ask anybody who's ever lived in the country, you kill more deer, deer with your vehicle than you ever with, with a gun. Uh, but this is strange, and this is the strangest part, because as we're driving away, all these deer are standing on the side of the road watching us leave. And about maybe 10 or 15 of them just stopping and staring at us as we're leaving. They don't run in front of us. They don't stop. They're just standing there watching us leave. And I remember Matt saying, why are they just staring at us? <laughs> um, but we get back to Stephen's house and we look on the side of his car. See, there isn't any evidence to this damage that was done. And yeah, there was almost a needle-sized scratch from one end all the way to the other. From one end all the way to the other. And from that point on, they never came back to my ranch ever again. Um, but the lights in the sky thing—that was—that was, I guess, really the only alien thing I ever saw there. Um, there was a building that my grandfather built because he had ten kids, um, Catholic Mexican. So, um, and a two-story concrete building that I moved in after high school because I wanted some independence, but not move far away. And in this, the upstairs rooms is where me and my brother and one of our friends moved into. And there's a porch up there, more like a balcony. And he would go out there to smoke every night. So one of the nights that me and him both had off, he was out there and we were just talking. And my back is to an open area because you get a full view of the entire ranch um, from that point of view in the sky. And of course, out in the middle of nowhere, you get a clear sky. Um, 
And he stops in mid-conversation. He goes, look at that. I turn around. And what I see in the sky are three lights moving in sync, like perfect synchrony, one right after the other. And I was like, oh, it's jets or something, right? Planes or something. But what's happened, what was strange is that they slowed down and then turned into a triangle pattern and then shot off. And we were both just staring at the sky going, what the hell was that? And I was like, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything that do. We, from that point on, the whole night, we just talked about with aliens and stuff. And I kept telling him about stories on the ranch, and he started getting freaked out. But, um, yeah, immense amount of ghost stories, uh, immense amount of stories like that uh, about the about my ranch. <laughs> it makes me wonder what what about these specific areas like your ranch, Skinwalker, Stardust, Blind Frog, what about them are such a magnet for the paranormal, I guess for lack of a better term, and how integral are these specific areas to the theory that maybe all of this paranormal phenomena is, is tied together or coming from one central source or integrated from one central source? It's weird that you hear these stories where so many different aspects of the phenomena happen in in like this one location. It's very, very weird. Uh, sorry, just looking at the comments. Uh, JJ Rose Triple Seven had it right. Uh, my best guess of why my particular ranch might be heavily haunted. Um, for two reasons. One is he's right. Limestone is in the ground. We call it the hill country, but, and we, anyone who's ever lived in, in central Texas, San Antonio, Blanco area, San Marcos, that whole area, know that there's so much limestone in the ground that you can't dig ever so far without running into it, um, which makes hard for um, planting and stuff like that in that area because you have to basically dig the rocks out of the ground in order to do so. But limestone is also very powerful conductant for energy and stuff like that. But another, I guess, clue to why the ranch might be heavily haunted, um, haunted, but for the other supernatural stuff, no other explanation, but haunted is because there's a tree, a big old giant oak tree with one big uh, branch that kind of hangs over onto our property. Now it's on the other side of the fence, but it's like right on the edge of the fence, but its branches kind of hang over. And on this branch, I always notice this ring knots in the tree almost like if a pulley rope was going up and down up and down for years you know wearing a, a rigid a ridge into the tree uh its branch this is central texas the city was discovered in the late 1800s and if you were to hang somebody and no one would want to know about it out there in that land where my ranch is would be a perfect place because that's what it looks like a branch that you would hang somebody from. It's the perfect height. It's a perfect strength. And it has that knot in the tree that looks like it was overused for it. Interesting. So possible reason for the hauntings. Yes. But for the other stuff, I don't know. Uh, one more, I guess I'll give you. Yeah. And this is the one that's freaked me out. And I've been trying to figure out for a while. My uncle, uh, I have three uncles and, the room that my friend stayed in was actually the room my uncle stayed in when he was young. And he told me, uh, I think I was maybe 16, I was talking about spooky stuff, and he was telling me, 
when he was my age and he was staying in that room one night, he woke up in the middle of the night with the feeling of someone sitting on his chest, like a hag. Like we all know that story. And he did wake up and there was an old raggedy lady with gray stringy long hair sitting on his chest and he couldn't see her face but her eyes were glowing white in the darkness and he remembers thinking to himself not a ghost not a spirit it was a person intruding right so he pushes her he pushes her off himself and he gets up and he starts chasing her because she hauls butt out of the room his bedroom door is open too he said when he got up, he was like, he thought it was strange. He didn't have to open his bedroom door. It was already open. So that's what made him think it was an intruder. But he said, and then mind you, this is a second story. So he had to go downstairs as he's chasing her. He said he got to about the first three steps down when he heard what sounded to him like a giant chicken running down the dirt road away from the house. And in Mexican folklore, there's the bruja. Um, also in Russian lore as well, um, about a witch that lives in a giant chicken house or sometimes can change into giant chickens. This is what he told me. Anyway, but he said he heard what sounded like giant chicken feet running down the dirt road, and he stopped, got back in his room, locked the door, and did not sleep for the rest of the night, thinking it was a witch that basically busted in his room. That is wild, and that... Just unlocked a new fear with uh, giant running chicken sounds in my brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly trying to experience that myself. Was yeah. Uh, um, I may have missed it. Was the was the witch encounter also on the on the ranch? Yes. It, yes. It, well, I wasn't even born yet at the time. Uh, he was 16, my uncle, and he's the youngest. So my dad had to be already moved off the ranch. I think he was in his mid-20s at the time. Um, yeah, because he was still a kid. And that. Even my grandfather experienced stuff in Mexico, seeing uh, La Llorona, La Chusma, uh, the, uh, the giant white owl with the woman's face. Uh, my grandfather, when he was a kid, saw that hanging in a tree one time and even called out his name. That. He heard it in the woods, and he because the only reason he was out there at night because he was working the fields, and he was he said my dad told me he had he had to be nine or ten, and he heard like that call his name, and he looked into the trees where he heard the voice calling him, and it was a giant white owl with a woman's face, and he of course knew all the stories and lores and legends, so he started hauling butt back to his house, and all he all my grandfather remembers is hearing giant bird wings flapping. He didn't know if he was chasing him or not. Nope. Nope. No, no, sir. I don't, I don't, nope. Not fucking with that. No, the owls <laughs> are not normal. Yeah, birds are kind of creepy themselves. Yeah, supposedly the paranormal has been around my family for a long time. It sounds and like now it. My, yeah, current, my current, well, current way of doing everything now is no different, um, especially with me being, well, many, one of six names is the War Shaman. Uh, my handle on most social media is a Shadow Walker, which was one of the first names given to me. But War Shaman was another one, along with um, one that I hope, this is one I've been trying to find information on, is Ashwakanatanka. Um, that name was given to me in a 
I don't say a vision. I basically went on a had hernia surgery uh, two years ago, and I was told, while under anesthesia, if you meditate, you can go anywhere. So I went with the intent of learning my history and stuff like that, and meeting a Native American elder who said he was my grandfather from the time that I guess I would live as a Cheyenne spirit warrior. Said to me, and all I remember the six hours I was under was, "You are." Ash Wakanatanka, the Reaper of Souls. That is all I remember from that entire six hours I was under. You are Ash Wakanatanka, the Reaper of Souls. What the name means? What it means to anyone? No idea. I have searched long and hard. Well, sorry about that joke. Uh, <laughs> I searched very far to figure out what the meaning of that name is. And I've asked natives around where I live. No idea. They say it I mean, sounds indigenous, but they have no idea where it came from. It's pretty badass. It is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually not uh, very good meaning behind it, though. If you're being called the Reaper of Souls. Yeah, but it, it makes more sense when we have our, well, hopefully, sometime soon interview when i explain everything it'll yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'll make a lot more sense. yeah uh, yeah uh, i yeah put subtly put the pieces together and i, I do see the the value in that i guess it yeah. just depends on the context context is everything in that case yeah because once i tell you everything you're in uh, it'll make a lot more sense um yeah but no the ranch uh that's i did five parts about the stories alone on my podcast and each of those are about an hour so that's i told you how many stories i have just from the ranch alone and how long has your family been living on that ranch still to this day uh, my grandfather bought the property in the late 70s um and no yeah late 70s my father was a teenager by that time and he was born in the 60s so yeah, since the 70s, they've owned that property. And they bought it from a guy whose only name I only ever knew him by was a guy named Gary. No last name, just Gary. Um, drove in a really fancy truck. Ever came every now and then to speak to my grandfather about something. Never saw his face. Didn't know what he looked like. Um, but that's all I remember from my childhood. Is a guy named Gary owned it before my grandfather. And he's the one who bought the land from interesting i've got some i got some questions but i think i'm gonna save them for the interview that way we can yeah that way we can just we can really dive into it i've been jogging oh, yeah, them down a little bit we can yeah 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 that's it it's it's interesting it is that's a long a long time it makes you feel like the land has something going on for sure. And it's not even me. I thought maybe I was the reason behind the hauntings because of what I can do now. I thought maybe I was drawing this stuff there. No, because it's still going on today. My father told me in a conversation we had no more than a month ago that my brother, who still lives with him now, heard high-pitched as my brother describes it, demonic screaming coming from outside, outside. 
what's even scarier is that my aunt, who also lives on the ranch, heard it from the opposite end of the ranch. And that is about maybe 80 to 90 yards away from each other. I heard it the same night around the same time because my aunt called my dad saying, hey, is there some kind of animal out where you go dead and or trapped animal out where you are stuck because we have barbed wire fence stuck in the fence. And he goes, no, I don't, I don't know. I'm oh, sorry. I, I do impressions of my dad every time. I, <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> I yeah. But no, he basically said, no, that I, I didn't hear any hair. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think any animal, but yeah, Elijah heard that too, whatever you're describing. And I think I talked to my brother. He's like, you know, it sounded like, like a growling scream. Like he said, if a demon was screaming in the woods, this is what it would sound like. And he, and I was like, shit. Um, but yeah, so it's still going on now. And uh, I used to make a trip back. I haven't been back home in almost three years. No, four years now. I was planning to go back in 2020, but of course everything got canceled then. And so having had to get the, the money to go back from that point in time till now. So I do plan a trip to go back there and possibly try to solve everything. Interesting. Yeah. Hopefully you find some answers. I don't know if there's cougars. Sorry, I saw that comment. I don't know if there's cougars in the area of Texas. There's no mountains in that area. The only thing I've ever seen wildcat-wise are lynx. God. That's rare. Yeah. Big cats are usually pretty elusive. I don't know the area well enough to to know if there's cougars or anything like that there. I do know they have a wild noise to them, though. But, um, no, I just thought I'd call in and share the stories with you because I know it's background uh, to a little bit what I'm doing because when we finally do the interview, it's, it's all going to be about what I can do. So um, talking about the ranch and giving you guys some uh, – it's a small history before would, uh, I thought would be tantalizing. For sure, I'm I'm definitely excited. Yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be awesome, man. Yeah, but I don't want to hog up you guys' time. I know probably some other people want to call in and talk some about some crazy stuff. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Anson. Yes, sir. Later. Stay weird, Later. my friend. It is strange that essentially they had multiple times where they heard the the weird screaming on the property. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like I feel like these specific geographical locations that have so much of the phenomenon like they're they're significant to the phenomenon. I feel like there's yeah. answer the answers are probably there. Caller come oh dang it, missed it. Son of a gun. Sorry. I saw a weird shadow move across my table and I thought maybe it was a spider. So I was trying to see if I could find a spider, but I couldn't find a spider. So I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh Duende. Took me by surprise. It was a fae. It might have been. It was definitely it definitely caught my eye because I was looking at the phone and I like saw it move from the phone to the edge of my desk and I'm like, what the hell? 
Is that a spider? I ain't seen a, seen a spider in a hot minute. No, I don't have any mouse. I haven't noticed any mice at all. I don't know what the hell it would, would have been. It would have been right by my arm, so that'd be a little concerning if it was a damn mouse. But whoever called if oh, speak of the devil. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey. What's going on, guys? Not much. What's How up? you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Uh, my name's Kyle. I've been I've been kind of hopping into your guys' lives and listening as much as I can. Uh, I found your guys' podcast. I think on some TikTok podcast talking about people that talk about mysterious happenings and all this and i've been starting from the beginning trying to catch up awesome awesome yeah i uh i don't have any too crazy of stories but i do have some things that i wasn't able to explain um i've always been kind of interested in the unknown for a long time and when i was really really young i want to say like probably four or five I remember laying in bed, waking up at 2 to 3 a.m., and I, I had a nightmare, and I was like, man, what's – I just I, – I want my mom and dad in here to comfort me, and I remember having that thought as a kid, and all of a sudden, I hear this voice come from underneath my bed mocking me as I was yelling for my dad and mom to come into my room and help me. Um, I, I remember – hearing it several times and eventually my mom came in and everything was fine and nothing ever came of it um i remember it happening again in a house a few years later when i was a little bit older and when when something like that happens you kind of have that moment of like man i must be making this up this isn't actually happening but as i was thinking that to myself it happened again and it was mocking me because i was like mom dad and it goes mom dad and then i heard it laugh really eagerly and as a kid that just terrified me i was afraid to get out of bed i was afraid to move to freaking breathe and i oftentimes look back on it and try to think to myself like did i make that up or did that actually happen because i i remember thinking that it actually happened even at the time, but it was, it was bizarre. You know, that is terrifying. Absolutely. (laughs) First off. Oh man. It it reminds me, uh, of, uh, incident that we had happened before, before the podcast, well before it, we always kind of into paranormal. Right. And we would, we would go to this old, abandoned antique shop that was supposedly super haunted and we would do overnights there on halloween kind of kind of religiously like probably three or four halloweens in a row and we took digital recorders in so the people who put it on it was uh two women and then there was four of us and we would all sit and kind of chit chat and kind of explore the building and stuff then we go back and review our um digital recordings and we we had a couple little anomalies here, but the one that stood out the most was the woman that was 
putting it on the main gal, super nice, like jovial, really happy and stuff. She had a very, very prominent laugh. And we were all just kind of cracking jokes. And this at this one particular point, she laughed, like just let it let out this this laugh. And immediately after it, it was a perfect mimic of her laugh directly after she had laughed. And it was hmm. fucking weird. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah, but imagine hearing that in real time, like like he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, fuck that. Especially being a kid. And, and I, yeah. And I was so I was so little. And so I didn't I feel like I didn't fully comprehend what was happening. But I remember fear coming over me. And it's like when you get hit with a bucket of cold water where suddenly you know you're awake. And so that's why I really don't think my mind was making it up because I was, I know I was scared. I know I was hearing stuff and I don't know. I, I even thought like maybe it was like a fay, you know? That's what, that's what I thought was changeling. Like immediately yeah. I'm like, something's trying to replace you, bud. Don't look under that bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I just like, all, all it was, was it was just like, making fun of me almost and it's like man these demons are coming out of their way to like bully a four-year-old that's that's our goal yeah that's and that's immediately what i thought when we heard the digital recording was like it was something mocking her yeah like like in a mocking manner because it wasn't it wasn't like an exact mimic of her laugh it was different enough to where you knew it wasn't her but it was something trying to sound like her it's creepy yeah that's that's like one of my most feared instances is having something like that happen to me yeah because that's just like a whole new level of like unreal (laughs) yeah and i've i've looked in the paranormal and i i really can't find anything to accurately accurately describe it um you know i mean ghosts that i've never heard of something going on because it lasted i feel like well, it felt like a few minutes, but it may have been just a minute or 30 seconds or so. But to have clear voices come out for that long just seemed out of the realm of ghosts and necessarily yeah. those types of things. Oh, uh, man. Do you imagine uh, being, a, being a parent in that scenario and your kid's yelling for you? And as you go in the room... The kid in the bed is like, mom, there's something under my bed. And then a voice from under the bed goes, mom, there's something in my bed or dad, there's something in yeah. my bed. So you don't know which one to believe. <laughs> that was that. Yeah, that's not good. At I all. Just shut the door. I'd be like, you guys sorted it out. Close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I remember specifically, like, I don't even know that I told my parents about it right after. Because I think it was like. I don't know that it came to mind or if I was scared that they wouldn't believe me. I don't know, but I've only actually told them recently and we've had some weird things happen in our family bloodline that were kind of odd. Um, we have some people in our family that can, you know, they have premonitions and whatnot. And, you know, they, they never tell me that it didn't happen because they know these things happen. They just can't tell me what it is either. But, so weird. Um, Another, okay, a really small thing that happened, but it was still weird enough that I took note of it in my mind, was I, this was like a few houses down the line. I was sitting in my room playing a video game with a buddy of mine, and my mom knocked on the door, 
and came in. And so we were talking to her, so we paused the video game. And as I was sitting there and we were talking, I heard three little taps on my window. It goes, doom, doom, doom. And they just kept talking. And I said, guys, are y'all not going to like, and then my buddy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got up and he ran over to the window. Like he heard it. He just didn't register what happened. And there was nothing out there. And I was like, well, that's weird. Maybe, maybe I live in a small town in Kansas. So maybe someone from high school just came up, knocked on my window as a joke, whatever. And so we were going out to eat and we came back and I live in the middle of this small town. So it's not like there's woods around me. And we walk around to the window and I was like, I wonder how, like, how tall the window is. And we walk around and my buddy's like six, two, and he reaches his hand up and it's just a two pane window, one, one above the other. And the bottom one has screen over it. So you can't hit the glass. And he was still about a foot away with his arm street, arm reach to the uh, actual glass of the window. And I don't really know what was banging on my window, just lightly tapping. And it was like, it was like noon. It wasn't, it was afternoon. It was probably like six o'clock. But I, uh, I have no idea what that was about either. I don't know what it would would have been, but I probably would have rationalized it the same way you would have been. Like uh, somebody was probably just out there fucking with me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's, that's a hundred percent the way my brain works. It just, I always, I always do that to myself. And I still don't contribute that to the paranormal, but it was just odd enough to where I couldn't find an explanation. And you know, I don't know. So I just kind of made a mental note. But one of the weirdest things that have happened to me happened just recently. Um, I, I've, I've emailed you guys. Uh, I don't know if you've read it. But I'm trying to reach out to people that I feel have interesting stories related to the paranormal. And I try to talk to them one-on-one because I feel like the media has a really good way of influencing these stories. Just like when you guys do your research on stories, you never really know what you can and can't trust. And so I've been interviewing some people. I actually got a hold of Shan Clinn and I talked to him about some skinwalkers and other spiritual beings. That's awesome. And I talked, I talked to a guy up um, in Elkhorn, Wisconsin about Bray road and I plan on going and doing an investigation there within the year because there's actually some things, there's some things that go on there that are not talked about that this farmer was telling me about. Um, there's actually, you know, when you watch the documentary, which I know Kyle, you have, um, there's Satanists in the area mm-hmm. and there's the werewolves, but this guy says that he's had extreme light anomalies in the sky at night and he's had times where his neighbors have seen him somewhere that he doesn't remember going and that's weird he's the owner of this farm and and he said well i said he said i have pictures of this place i've done interviews with you know whether it be travel channel or whatever i've done all these these things and all these programs don't want to touch it with a documentary 
So if you come up here, I'll show you all my proof that I have. And I mean, you can't take copies of it because they're mine and I don't want you to, to recreate them or put them out as your own, but I will show them to you and you can see because I'm not going to fake anything. And I told him, I said, man, I'll be up there. Don't you worry about it. Give me some time. But awesome. Yeah. But I've been putting together some ghost hunting equipment and I built some homemade rim pods because rim pods are expensive. They're like 150 bucks. I, y'all know what rim pods are, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I made some homemade rim pods out of the, uh, you can see the, the ways to make them online. It's a door handle sensor and an antenna, and you wire them together. And that way, instead of a door handle moving sets off the alarm, it's anything that penetrates the electromagnetic field around that antenna will set it off. So the only touchy thing with it is if you were to send out a text message, um, when you send out that information or receive a text message, it'll disrupt that electromagnetic field and briefly go off. So you can't be on your phone when you're using it. But when you're ghost hunting, you shouldn't be on your phone anyway. But I was trying to do my due diligence and leave it out on my kitchen counter. And I live in a camper, and I was leaving it out on my kitchen counter to see how often there are false readings, how often it's going to go off without anything being there. And so I've left it out for hours. And the only time it would go off is when I got a text message or I got on my phone and sent something in Google and whatever. And so finally it was me, my girlfriend and her friend here in the camper with the rim pods on the counter, a good six feet away from everybody. And everyone was off their phones because it was national Lego day. And so I bought us all some Lego sets so we could sit around and build Lego sets. There you hey, go. Yeah. yeah. Because I had my priorities straight, I think. So <laughs> right. We were all sitting around building Legos, and me and my girlfriend's friend were talking about, like, ghosts and stuff because we think it's really cool. And I said, yeah, there's actually a lady who died here on the property. And right then the device went beep, 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 beep. And I was like, well, that's, that's weird. But there's been false readings, you know, whether it be a stray solar flare or just a phone wave that goes through it coincidentally. I said, are you here with us? Beep, 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 beep. I said, okay. Um, the story behind this lady is that she was doing some type of deal and she, she was a paranoid schizophrenic and she was doing some type of deal with some people that were also on the property because it's a trailer park. And she was threatened, and so she ran and hid in another person's trailer. And since she was paranoid schizophrenic, she thought that people were coming after her. And when the guy, the owner of the camper, got home, not expecting anyone to be in his camper, she took his gun inside the camper and shot through the window at him. And when cops came to try to calm the situation, they were unable to do it. And they unfortunately had to, yeah. So I was, I was telling that story and it was really interesting because I said, do you remember the trailer you were in? Because the man, do you remember the man's name, which was, and I said it and it kind of took a second. And I said, that's, that's where you were killed. And it went beep, 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 beep. And it was, it was just weird enough 
This went on for about five minutes of the only time it would go off is when I would get done asking a question. And at first, it's like that could be anything. Maybe it's just a coincidence. And so I, I started asking questions. I said, were you on drugs at the time? Because I knew that in the past, she was a user. And it didn't go off. And I said, okay, were you mentally ill? Beep, 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 beep. Okay. I knew she was mentally ill. I thought she was on drugs, but maybe she wasn't. She's saying she wasn't. So who am I to question that? So I went on telling uh, my girlfriend's friend the story. And I said, I said to the rim pod, I turned and I said, correct me if I'm wrong. But I, but I think she was on drugs at the time. And it went beep, 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 beep. And so that was then the second time it corrected me to tell me that she was not on drugs. So it's, it's, it's accurate and it's not going against itself. It's not being hypocritical or anything. It's, it's staying consistent. So I went down and I asked my dad who was living here at the time of the shooting. And I said, um, you know, what, what's the story with it? And he goes, yeah, I don't think she was on drugs. And she used to live in the trailer that sat right where your trailer sits. And I said, oh, it was just a coincidence. Like, she just happened to be there because that's where she was. And I've tried to make contact since and been unable to do so. But it was it was crazy at the time, you know. Oh, I can imagine. Because like you said, it's it would be very coincidental for it to respond after questions. You would think yeah. that there would be more random intervals than directly after you ask a question. Right. And it was it was always right there at the end. Yeah. And the other thing too, you brought up uh the guy from Bray Road or whatever talking about uh, the manipulation of your story as well. <clears throat> that is something that everybody needs to consider when dealing with mainstream sources, because Steve and I actually had an opportunity to essentially have our story stories aired on television. However, you read the contract, you read the fine print and they once you tell them your story, it is now their story. Yeah. And they have the right to spice it up or duel it down in whatever way they see fit. Yeah. I mean, that is legitimately in the contract. I read through the contract one day and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute here. Cause initially you're like, Oh, this is great. This could be fantastic for the show. And well, then you read the fine print and you go, wait a minute. I'm not good with that. That's such a shame that they have to do that. Yep. Too. So that right there, it makes you question a lot of these uh, like submission shows where people mm-hmm. go on and tell us like, are they just dolling it up? You know? Right. You just never know. You never know at this point. Right. And one show I really like, whether how cheesy it is and whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it's monsters and mysteries in America. Mm-hmm. I've, I've really enjoyed that one. They, they touch on some bizarre things. Oh, I like a lot of, I like a lot of stuff, you know, I, I, yeah. I entertainment is entertainment regardless to me, right. Right. but, uh, everything, even, even listen to us. Don't take everything we say with 
a hundred percent fact, you know, obviously I'll, I'll always read between the lines and, and formulate your own opinions on stuff. And the episode I just got done listening to y'all's was the, you guys were talking about, you guys were having problems trusting people, especially with the, uh, the flyers, you mm-hmm. know, you find oh, yeah. information on find other information and it really is the only things you can trust are is yourself because people can misremember even if they don't think that they're telling a lie they have the possibility of misremembering or being so in the moment that they just get caught up with their emotions and they just maybe miss something or add something in and it's just that that story gets altered. Oh yeah, and it only takes a few times for that to be so inconsistent. Yep. Well, and we're we're humans. We like to. I don't. I don't want to use the word lie. I prefer over exaggerate things. Yeah. We do do that a lot. Uh, and that's just that's just the nature of storytelling. I think. Absolutely. Well. Um, oh, I was gonna ask y'all. Did that's related to Stardust? Did you know that John Edmonds passed away? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately so. I did see yeah. that. That's a shame. Yes, it also, is. The uh, the original writer that coined the term the Beast of Bray Road, her name was Linda Godfrey. She passed away recently as well. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. That's, that's kind of why I'm reaching out when I can, is you never know these people with great stories. You never know when they may not be here to tell those stories a hundred percent. That's yeah. why I feel like it's super important. Like you said, to honestly document them to the best of your abilities and, yeah. and just have a record because like those humanoid encounter books that me and Steve have, I, I love those books. They're just one-off encounters. Most of the time, some of them are just several sentences, but it's just, it just shows a log of things that this person was able to collect and stumble on. And I just think that, I think that's a, that's important. Absolutely. Well, um, I would like to be able to get some of your guys' stories written down at some point, if you guys would be willing. Um, For sure. Okay. Yep. Uh, I won't tie up any more time on this, this live stream, but uh, at some point, uh, I'll I'll reach out maybe on Instagram or Facebook. I don't know which one would be better. Either one. All right, I'll reach out and if I could get just some of y'all's stories straight from the the horse's mouth, so to speak, I'd like to be able to write them down and document them. For so, sure. Hell yeah. Have you guys uh, have you guys done any? Uh, I was scrolling through the YouTube and I didn't see any you know Bigfoot hunting videos. Nope, not yet. Not yet. Uh, plans are in the works yeah it's it's building up to it we're just kind of taking our time with it i hear that all right well we've been gathering uh ghost hunting equipment too so slow Uh, process but we're getting there well i mean i don't have a youtube channel or anything but maybe we can compare notes somewhere down the line yes sir absolutely yeah that'd be awesome because i feel like i can you know I know y'all are online, but I I trust what you guys say more than a TV show. I appreciate that. That means a lot, man. Yes. I'm I'm happy. All right. Well, y'all have a good night, and I'll get off here and let someone else call in. All right. Much love, brother. Yep. Stay safe out there. Of course. And if you hear something under your bed, don't listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Big facts. (laughs) All right, y'all. Bye. Thank you. Later.
That, oh, that was cool. It's it's interesting. Just a little side note before we get out of here, that like specifically areas that are tied to one specific phenomenon, like Bray Road. When you hear Bray Road, you what's the only thing you think of? The dogman. Dog yeah, beast of Bray Road. It's like it is. It is solely there for that niche of the paranormal, right? So all this other weird phenomena just gets hushed out. Yeah. Just, just go. Well, it happens in Bigfoot reports that we've, yeah. you know, talked about. Yeah. And that is so, that is weird, man. Like, why not just include it all? Like, why, why drive your narrative? Because it's what you like. It's you weird. know what I'm saying? Like, even when you and me talk. I'll be the first to admit, like, no, I like the separation of aliens from this. I like to think that some of them do come from other planets. However, I am also open to the idea that I'm 100% wrong. I'm just telling you right now, this is what I like. Doesn't mean that I'm correct. Yeah, and like, what? Like, it's such a bigger story. Like, yeah, you have have some pretty prominent dogman encounters at Bray Road. But if you tie that into... UFO sightings, doppelganger sightings, like, like that is a large chunk of the phenomenon in one area where people are only looking like down this one specific lane. That's and then, another thing too about those situations. I love the people that are like, no, I'm listen to me. Steve, listen. Dogman is 100% real. Aliens. Dude, seriously, you believe in that shit? <laughs> Welcome to the paranormal community, bud. <laughs> and to me, that is just that is just the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, dude, do you, like you're you're trying to justify werewolves to me right now over aliens? Yeah. Like really? Anything, anything can be encrypted, but aliens cannot. Yeah, it, I don't know. It just it always cracks me up when when people will 100% double down on something and somebody's like, "Yo, what about this?" and they're like, "That is the most made up bullshit I've ever heard in my life." Look at the Bigfoot like, community. You you have your biological Bro, you have your biological yeah. Bigfooters where if somebody comes in and says, "So, I think Bigfoot is an interdimensional shape-shifting, you know, egregore." And they're like, you're crazy. <laughs> you are out of your mind. It is clearly. The, I don't even know what Eregor means, but I know it's bullshit. It's clearly the largest primate. Definitely in, in North America, but probably in the whole world that just hasn't been discovered yet. Well, more plausible. I mean, both of them have weight to me. And, it, and in the end, That's it doesn't saying. really matter which way it pans out. All I care about is the fact that it gets proven one day. Like, yo, dude, Bigfoot's real. I'm going to be like, Haha, we knew it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, I don't give a shit if it's interdimensional or it has been hiding all these years. Either way, kudos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quinn, we did. We actually did an, an episode at 40 and Airwaves, which you had to be present to hear it on the Kazarev Mirrors weird fucking story too a while ago when was that october i don't know i'm not good with numbers and stuff man dates are horrible for me yeah also yes 
But it's almost 10 o'clock here in Hollowland. Yeah, I'm definitely getting sleepies. So we are going to wrap it up. Uh, everybody, before we take off, make sure to smash that like button, the subscribe button, the uh, notification bell. That way, you know, whenever these things go live, which is Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. Yeah, we're pretty consistent, too. Yes, yes. I appreciate everyone that decided to hang out with us tonight. Good to see some new faces in here. Good to see the the regular crew, the night shift chapter of the Hollow Cult, representing. It is love. But that being said, thank you again. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird, and if something is mimicking you from underneath your bed, do not try to communicate with it, because it's probably a changeling. Faye Doppelganger, body stealer, body snatcher.